Republican or a Democrat. I'm a truthican, and the truth as I see it is that we've been divided in this country by design by people who benefit from that division, and it's not going to turn out well for 99% of us unless we all come together as one human race, realize we have all the power, and tell the establishment to go fuck themselves. Before Trump won, then everybody was like, these election machines are all fucked up. They shouldn't be connected to the internet, and why are there computers inside them when they just got to count shit? But... Then Biden won, and they were like, no, nah, they're fine now. <laughs> You're not smart enough to be my friend. Fuck you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Truth Again Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Gaither. That's your other host, Mike Baldwin. We are two professional stand-up comedians, and we recently got involved in politics a few years ago, actually, when we started noticing all the crazy things happening in our country. We believe the deep state is real. We think the election was uh, almost assuredly stolen and everything that goes along with that. And uh, how you doing today, Mike? I'm good. I uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of shit going on, but it's been a busy few days in my real life. So I haven't had a good a lot of time to concentrate on all this fake life shit that's going on, politics <laughs> and people caring about things and stuff like that but we do have some cool videos today that we can talk about at some point but if there's something cool you want to talk about first then that's fine with me yeah i'm in the same boat i've been uh traveling a little bit and i'm with my family in kansas and uh it's it's always hard with a four-year-old to to do just about anything but um there is a lot going on we we had a pretty popular clip that we put up we rode uh oliver anthony's coattails a little bit with our, that's right and and you know it's got last time i checked it was upwards of forty five, fifty thousand views yeah not bad at all huh yeah pretty cool and over 400 people have shared it and this morning i uh or last night i commented on because i went to his page oliver anthony and he wrote this really beautiful um thing describing who he is and what led him to write this song and everything i don't know if you've read that i think i have and it was just really beautiful and like one of the most well-written things i've ever seen and it just nails everything kind of going on in this country and i i like or i i commented on it i said this is one of the this is truly one of the best things i've ever read and he he liked that comment oliver anthony and I've all, I also I didn't read a lot of his comments, but I read enough of them to know that he comments back to people and he seems he just seems like such a genuine person. Yeah. And reading through some of our comments, I, I, I quit reading some of them because some of them would piss me off. And and I appreciate the good ones. Don't get me wrong, but um, I tend to focus on the negative. So I quit reading the comments because I didn't want to focus on negative and get pissed off at anybody. I just figure people who aren't awake to things by now either are going to, or they're just not yet. Um, And there's no point in arguing with them. No comment that I make is going to make them change their minds. They're just going to have to be presented with some serious evidence, um, which I think and hope is coming. Um, But anyway, I, uh, I, I think that people are slowly losing their Trump derangement syndrome because I only read a handful, not even a handful of comments that were negative or said something bad about Trump. Um, and for me, the most frustrating thing 
are the people who think that everything is going on in our country right now is just about politics because it's not. I think those people are even more frustrating to me than the people who hate Trump. Yeah, at least, people at that least are like so. people that are like, it's the billionaires and the super rich like they're the real problem. And I'm like, all right, so just all of them, like every successful person, we just go to their house and fucking attack them. Is that your plan or? Well, and not to mention most of the successful people that they're talking about are Democrats and they funded um, the people on the left. And, and I'm getting tired of even saying Democrat or Republican. I just want it to be like people who are awake and people who still think <laughs> people who still hate Trump. You know, that's how it feels. Yeah. And that that makes sense. You know, I'm trying to upload this other video that I thought I got already but for some reason it's not going over but well while you're while you're trying to find it and you're kind of frozen i'll say this that um i'm doing i'm headlining a show on september 2nd at the end in southern california it's in torrance eight o'clock on september 2nd the end.biz you can find uh, tickets and see the venue and everything and and it's it's right in the heart of southern california and i've been doing their monday show to promote my show on Saturday, September 2nd. And afterwards I've been having some great conversations with people. And uh, I just, I just think that a lot of people are, are waking up to what I talked about a second ago, you know, uh, maybe, maybe their Trump derangement syndrome is thawing a little bit. And, uh, you know, at the very least they're thinking more about it. Yep. Am I still frozen or am I good now? You're good now. I think my dad was taking a Wi-Fi because I had to drop a video uh, to what you totally agree. Um, people are idiots. Everything's fucked. Um, is that pretty much the point that you were making? I'm trying to keep my head the same size as yours. Oh, and I'm also starting a thing where I wear a funny shirt. Look at my I don't know if you can see it. My penis is huge. No, it says my pen is huge. Oh. And it's a picture of a pen. Okay. <laughs> it's stupid. It was a birthday present from my sister. Anyway, uh, so there's uh we'll start with the Hawaii stuff because I want to um show this other video. You talked about us sharing our own video and it getting a lot of hits. I shared a friend of mine's video. And we're almost at a million right now. Uh, but first, just in case people don't know anything, let's watch this video, which is from uh, like the big island in Hawaii. And you can see across the water that just every fucking thing is on fire. Oh, wait, I hit the wrong button. Son of a bitch. I <laughs> you could probably find like examples of doing that. Hold on. Video fire. Holy fire. It's, uh, Sutherland, there's always people here. This is insane. Isn't that crazy, dude? Yeah. And when you think about it, most of these people are probably just on vacation, you know? 
anyway, it goes on, but that's you get the gist of it. Like that's just, uh, I feel bad for all those people that had to deal with all that and are still having to deal with that. But thankfully, Joe Biden gave them and their families seven hundred dollars, so they should be just fine. Yeah, well, a one-time payment of seven hundred dollars—that ought to do it. Um, and I heard yesterday that the people from FEMA are there and they're in, they're staying in a hotel that's like a thousand dollars a night. So, uh, that seems fair <laughs> and, and makes all the sense in the world that the people who are supposed to be helping them the most are, uh, are staying in a thousand dollar a night hotel. Yeah. That's ridiculous. All the just wrong. But this is somewhat related to the last video. This is my friend uh, Josh Springer, who I is a comedian. And he also is the guy that invented. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, these. It's like these beer cups and they have a weird thing on the bottom and you put it on the thing and it fills up the cup from the bottom. Have you ever seen that? No. Well, it's a thing that this guy invented, and it's called Bottoms Up, and it's in like bars all over the country now. But that, completely aside, he's in his uh, big warehouse or whatever, and uh, and he did this the other day, which I thought was cool. Mutual friend, that's, he's a bit of a conspiracy theorist, and he has been going on about how the Maui fires were caused by direct energy weapons. And since I have technically a miniature direct energy weapon, in the form of a laser. This is a 1500, 1500 watt laser, so tiny in the grand scheme of things. I just want to show him that that's ridiculous and uh, it doesn't work. So you see that red dot right there? That's where the laser beam is going to shoot and it's it's not going to do anything. See? He's an idiot. The sink is on. <laughs> sure. So I don't know what that proves or doesn't prove, but it definitely says that you can use a really small laser and start fires from far away. But also there were like super high winds and power lines falling down and probably dudes smoking cigarettes here and there and tiki torches and all sorts of other things that can cause fires in Hawaii. So I'm not saying that that's what happened, but but it is just interesting. And And he did a really good job of making that video in like a reverse psychology sort of way where he's like, obviously this isn't going to work. Whoops. It worked. So like people that don't want to acknowledge that that technology might exist, will only watch like the first half of that video and then share it with all their friends and be like, look at this idiot that thought it was going to work. And then, you know, people that watch it to the end are like, oh, fuck, it works. And then they share it for a completely different reason. It's like the old like Howard Stern rule back in the day where people would just share it to be like, look at what this idiot said. I can't believe he would say such things like it. It's the uh, it's like the bad smell rule where like you smell something. And you're like, oh, God, here, smell how bad this smells. Like you just want to share negativity with other people and. So, yeah, so that's at like 890,000 views now on my Facebook page. So that's pretty exciting. Wow. I didn't even I didn't even realize that. Um, 
Yeah, and, and again, keep in mind, we're comedians. I'm a stand-up comedian. It's what I've done for a living for 23 years. I'm not a meteorologist. But isn't Hawaii a tropical um, island? That it, It's not, like, super hot there as far as, like, it's not like Arizona heat or even desert heat, right? I mean, isn't it moist is what I, I guess I'm getting at? I don't know. I don't know what the weather's been like recently. And, and I mean, I assume stuff would have to be mostly dry or at least it, you know, hasn't rained in a few days when all of this happened, but I honestly have no idea. Yeah. Well, and I preface that about saying I'm a comedian because when I was popping off about COVID, um, you know, a couple of years ago, especially some people were like, you're not a doctor. And I'm like, I never claimed to be a doctor. I'm a comedian, but I can read. <laughs> Well, speaking of comp, yeah, are you there? Oh, shit. Did one of us get frozen? Yeah, I'm here, but you froze a second. Oh, son of a bitch. All right, well, uh, I'm going to play comedy. Do you want to see some comedy? Sure. A way of reducing your liberty and reminding you that they can fuck with you anytime they want. As long as you put up with it. As long as you put up with it. Which means, of course, any time they want. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. In prisons, before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Man, yeah. I, I, don't, I wish it would just automatically go back to this view every time. But either way, all right. Um, yeah, he was, he was so great, man. He was all about opening eyes. And uh, uh, I, I know a guy that... that books the comedy and magic club and he used to know him pretty well and i've heard some great george carlin stories and maybe i'll tell some of those secondhand stories sometime about how meticulous he was about the words and that's why hecklers drove him so insane because the words matter you know and uh mm -hmm. there's a lot about carlin that that people i don't think know you know yeah i had uh i did a show last week and uh both of us me and the other comedian both forgot that there was a chiefs game going on and we both kind of just forgot to tell anybody but about it. He works on radio, and they were off of the radio this week, so he didn't get to advertise it. Anyway, we show up at this bar, and there's like five people in there. So we have that conversation where we're like, shit, man, are we going to – you want to just cancel it? And so we legit just stood up and asked the audience, like, all right, here's your options. Like, we can do this. It's going to be weird. Or we can give you your money back, like whatever you want. And they were like, we're here for it, man. And we got heckled. There, Of the five people in the audience, there was one dude there that was still just a dick. 
it sucked, man. But I don't remember what the point of what I why I started that story, but that happened. Oh yeah, people stepping on your lines and shit. I have a dumb line about uh, signing boobs after the show, and and it's a longer thing. But one of the punchlines is like, "Oh, whatever you want, sir," and it's just a stupid thing, but it gets a laugh, you know. And so I was like, "Yeah, I'll sign boobs after the show," and this dick like his shirt up and shit and i'm like cool thanks you just ruined the next two and a half minutes of fucking words so i hope you feel good about yourself yeah i was at the comedy store the other night and it was late and there wasn't weren't a lot of people in there but most of them were listening it was a pretty good little audience for how late i went up and uh and this guy like i was talking about last week right before the punchline had to say something and it ruined the whole damn thing and uh just ruined the flow of the show and that's what i wish these people i'm trying not to cuss so much in this episode that's what some of these people i wish they would realize like everything i'm saying up here counts stupid i'm not i'm not singing a song i'm not in a band you know where if you miss a word it it doesn't ruin everything you know but you just made these people miss that word and that was the only word that that needed to be heard dick Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and that could happen with a a cough even and i hate that too when a, a dude will have like a noticeably loud cough the millisecond that I start to say the punchline. And then I got to say it again. And then like, it just doesn't, a cough can ruin a comedy show. That's all I'm saying. So just, if you got a tickle in your, yeah, if you got a tickle in your throat, just like do everything you can to just hold it for another few seconds until there's like a noticeable pause or a laugh. Just save it for laugh time yeah all right well that's like the fun part every other video that i have is either depressing or like serious so we can start with the least serious thing to me at least which is because i don't think any of it's going to matter in the long run but uh they started arresting trump's uh conspiracy partners aka all of his lawyers and uh, so there's mugshots now of Rudy Giuliani and uh, whatever that one chick's name is uh, that I can't think of right now and a couple other people. And uh, here's Rudy after he got his um, his mugshot and he came back out and was talking in front of the cameras a little bit. But I found it uh, to be noteworthy, at least. Georgia, and I'm feeling very, very good about it because I feel like I'm defending the rights of all Americans. As I did so many times as a United States attorney, people people like to say I'm different. I'm the same Rudy Giuliani that took down the mafia, that made New York City the safest city in America, reduced crime more than any mayor in the history of any city, anywhere, and I'm fighting for justice. I have been from the first moment I represented Donald Trump, and this a man who has now been proven innocent several times. I don't know how many times he has to be proven innocent. And they have to be proven to be liars, actually enemies of our republic, who are destroying rights, sacred rights. They're destroying my right to counsel, my right to be a lawyer. They're destroying his right to counsel. It's not accidental that they've indicted all his lawyers. Never heard of that before. In America, all the lawyers indicted. Now, whether you dislike or you like Donald Trump, let me give you a warning. (laughs) They're going to come for you. When the political winds shift, as they always do, let us pray that Republicans are more honest, more trustworthy, and more American 
and these people in charge of this government. Because if our government is conducted this way, and the system of justice is politicized and criminalized for politics, your rights are in jeopardy and your children's. Donald Trump told you this. They weren't just coming for him or me. Now they've indicted people in this case. I don't even know who they are. These are just regular people making a normal living. They're going to bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Banana Republic's what we're living in right now. And, uh, you know, you have to wonder if they're if it's legit or if it's just all part of the show, so to speak, to, uh, you know, get a lot of this. You know, a lot of some people say that Trump wants all this to happen, not only because his uh, popularity grows and his support grows, but also because a lot of evidence is going to come to light in these trials. And I just hope they're nationally televised. I, I don't know if they will be or not. I think some people want them to be and some people don't, but we'll see. I would think that they would be because the Democrats that hate him don't want to admit how bullshit it is. And so by not showing it, they're admitting that, all right, it's probably nothing, you know? So I would think that they would be like, no, let's show it. Let's show him sitting there. Let's hope that he's like handcuffed or in an orange jumpsuit or something. Like, wouldn't that be fantastic? But yeah, I think, I think from my own experience with uh, uh, short stints in jail that <laughs> that he would only be in an orange orange jumpsuit if they brought him like from jail to the courtroom. Of course. Yeah, I think no, even I'm... then they would let the president be in a suit. I don't think they're just going to be like. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you would think that they would allow the president to be arrested without having to do fingerprints and a mugshot and shit. But that's like the as of this recording, which is uh, two thirty Central Time on Thursday. That's the number one trending thing on Twitter is Trump mugshot. And it hasn't even happened yet. People are just waiting in Georgia for Trump to show up so he can go in and be like officially arrested or put in the system or whatever. But well, they're, they doing a, they're doing a mugshot. So that's going to become the most popular, like iconic thing for the next hundred years. Yeah, the T-shirts are going to be, uh, uh, you know, the T-shirt sales for that are going to be crazy. And are you positive that's going to happen? Because they haven't made it, given him a mugshot for anything else yet. That's what, I mean, I, that's what the, I think the district attorney or the attorney general or whoever it is there and like the local, whatever, cop, sheriff, police chief guy said that, yeah, no, he's not going to get treated any different than any other arrestee. Like he's going to, be and it's funny too the if you don't follow the redheaded libertarian on twitter she posted a meme and i don't i'm sure she didn't make it somebody else probably did but i saw it on her thing it was the it was the rocky hands thing where they both like shake hands like that and on one side it said uh democrats and on the other side it said republican and then in the middle it said uh buying a t-shirt with trump's mugshot on it so it's just like Democrats are going to buy him to be like, hey, fuck, this. he's a criminal. And Republicans are going to buy him to be like, look at the joke they're trying to make. Our perfect president. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for anybody. Um, the It's freezing every now and again. And the, the voice sounds weird a little bit. Um, 
mainly on your end, but it could be because I'm in my brother's basement right now. I don't know, but um, we're doing the oh, best we can. Hopefully, the it'll work it all out when we save it. And people are like, what's he even talking about? Because it sounds fine to me. Okay. So we'll wait and see. But uh, so first, I want to show this, which was from like 2021. This is a chick at uh, like a... I don't know what she's they're in the stand somewhere, probably like a high school football game or something. But the cops came over, told her she had to put a mask on. And she was like, no, I don't. And no. And then they tried to arrest her and she resisted. And then they tased her. And, uh, and this is, uh, it's only like 20 seconds long, but watch. The officer explains that she's being arrested. When she continues to resist, he uses his taser. You can hear other spectators in disbelief. This is over a mask. The scuffle continues as the officer handcuffs her and tries to remove her from the stands. So that's from two years ago. And I'm sure people are like, that doesn't, why does that even matter? Because that's in the past and that's never going to happen again. And then super conspiracy theorist Alex Jones came out the other day. And before any of this was in the news, Alex Jones was saying these things. Gentlemen, I got a call yesterday. An individual was in town and they wanted to meet with me that I know well. And they are a high level manager in the TSA. And they said, you got to warn people. Tuesday, we got called in and told that by the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, that this is done. They were told this is happening. This is not hypothetical. You will all have to wear masks again, and so will airport employees. Then by the middle of October, they are going to say that everyone flying has to wear masks. And in the meetings, people began to ask them, well, I mean, why is this happening? They said, well, because of the new variant in Canada and because of the WHO, they may you know, declare this. But regardless, we've been told this is going to happen. We expect by December a return to the full COVID protocol of 2020-2021. And I was given many more details. I wrote down notes on it. Expect COVID protocols to begin rolling out middle of September. And I said, what else were you told? Basically that they believe this new variant super bad and that they're doing the testing and that they should just get ready for a whole new rollout of what happened before and testing at the border again in the whole shooting match. That's two federal agents that told me this yesterday. And then I went and looked at the news, and there they were saying Canada's looking at new restrictions again because of the variant, and so is the EU. And what did the Russians just put out three days ago? U.S. is plotting another pandemic. Russian head of the defense ministry warns. And why is it perfect timing? Because you go into the election year with mail-in ballots again, and we have all the eyewitnesses and testimony that they'd get the mail-in ballots, and in some cases, they were 99% for Joe Biden. Who believes that? Oh, my bad. 
I was trying to look up news because now there's uh, the new Eris variant. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't heard of that one. There's a new COVID variant and like four people have it in the world. It's probably more by now, but it's it's worse and it's scarier. And so we're going to have to do all the same shit that we did before. They're going to basically, in my opinion, it's bullshit. And they just want to do mail in ballots again. They just want to do mail in voting. So they're trying to rile everybody up and. All the newspapers are saying, like, don't worry, there's a new uh, vaccine that's going to be out by October. And so we'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to go down the same way that it went down the first time. I think there's going to be a lot more people that are going to be like, no, not doing it, dude. You're not going to convince me to do this. Well, I think I think that obviously they would like mail in balloting, but I think I think maybe they want people to go bananas about it and cause a civil war because anything they can do to postpone the election i think that might be one of their goals too: postpone it or try to convince the people that we don't really need to have one um but at least postpone it until they can find a different a different way to cheat um but i i, I do see people more and more wearing masks i it makes me sad dude I, not just because i'm not going to do it but and I can't stand other people doing it, but like I saw a lady the other night, late at night, I was coming back from that show. I just gotten gas and she's walking her dog late at night, no one around and she's wearing a mask. And I'm just like, why, what are you scared of? <laughs> it's not floating around, you know? And even if you get it, you'll be all right, lady. Yeah. If anything, you would be better off if you got it. Cause then you would have natural immunity that we all know we knew before 2020 that natural immunity was a good thing. And we stopped knowing that in 2020 and 2021. And now we kind of all know it again, but still people are going to be rushing out to get vaccines. It's, I don't know. I think it's dumb, dude, but I, 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 I think a good percentage of the people that are going to go get vaccines are also people who want there to be mail-in voting because they know that that's how, they're going to let Joe Biden win, whether they know that they're cheating or not. They're they just know that the mail in vote helped a lot last time. Yeah. Well, that was a big thing that uh, I don't know if we're ready to talk about the Tucker Carlson interview yet or not. But that was I, I thought it could have been better, to be completely honest with you. I thought I, I kind of wish they would. have He would have asked him more questions, maybe gotten into the whole Pizzagate thing or Q or whatever, but maybe they're just not ready for that. Um, but one thing that did stand out was him uh, reiterating that we need to have paper ballots and same day voting and, uh, you know, all the uh, voter ID, all the things that make common sense. Um, you know, it, it's just we've talked about it a zillion times about, about how there's no reason to not have those things. And both sides should want that if you want a true, free and fair election. Valid. I agree. Um, <laughs> do you want me to add to it or just be like, yup? Well, I don't you know. Would... Do you have anything to say about it? Do you have anything to say about the interview? Uh, I kind of felt the same way. Like I didn't, I wasn't like, yes, he said that thing that I've been waiting on. And he, he did what he does a lot, which is like, he knows if you, if you give him a generic question, he knows what keywords to to hone in on so he knows what his like 
plan the answer is going to be. And you could tell a couple of times that he wasn't doing that, that he was legit like answering his question. But for a lot of times, like, I mean, anytime anybody mentions like, like you're going to finish the border wall or whatever, then he's like, you know, we built 500 miles of wall. We had 200 miles more to go. Joe Biden canceled it. Like that's like speech shit. Like, I don't want those answers when you're doing a sit down interview with a guy. But it also makes sense because fuck 200 million people have at least scrolled past it on Twitter. So a lot of eyes are are going to look at it that that have never even listened to Trump before that refuse to listen to him, you know. So yeah. I can see why he does it. But the few things that jumped out to me uh, were when he wouldn't straight up answer when Tucker was like, so first they uh, protested you, then they impeached you. Now they're indicting you. The only thing left is violence. Like, do you think that they're going to try to kill you? And I wanted Trump to say something like, oh, you, you don't even know how many times they've already tried. Uh, but I can see why he wouldn't give that answer because that, would just be taunting them, you know? So yeah. I can all, with every answer he gives, I can look at it and be like, I see why he said that. But, uh, but the Q people are going nuts. Cause he said the line that, that Q posted years ago, which is these people are sick. And whenever Trump says that, then all the Q guys are like, Oh shit, he said it. So yeah. that was kind of neat, but I don't know. And then Tucker asked him if he thought we were headed towards civil war. And Trump was like, you got a lot of like loving people on one side and you've got a lot of hate on the other side. And that's not, that's not a good combination, you know? Yeah. Well, I think he, I think he said these people love the country and hate what's happening. So that's not a good combination for the, for one, for a group of people to have. There we um, go. But what was I going to say? Something about, uh, oh, the border wall. Real quick, I wanted to get this in that um, apparently that wall was paid for. And it's just been, the the materials have just been rotting ever since Joe Biden got elected. They've just been sitting there. And it was like $300 million worth of border wall. And I, I heard, and I, I can't remember who said it now, but I'm pretty sure it was a reputable source that they sold off that metal for scrap metal joe biden did for like two million dollars so they lost like 289 288 298 jesus i'm not good at math 298 million dollars of border border supplies they just sold it off as scrap metal um and these are the kind of things that kind of thing and him falling asleep at the the thing in china in uh, hawaii i mean i don't know yep. if we have that video we do okay we should watch it then um but those kind of things, it's like, is this guy really that inept and incompetent and old that he would fall asleep? Or is this just part of the show? Because, I mean, he was full on like, we'll see the video, but you'll see. Like, he wakes up and looks all, like, disoriented and shit. It, does, it would be hilarious he, if it wasn't so serious. He woke up the way that I wake up when I fall asleep on an airplane. Wait, yeah. so he's just like down in his chest and then he's like oh okay sorry like <laughs> hoping that he wasn't saying anything to the people around him or that he doesn't have drool on his face or something uh but yeah i've got the video and then i zoomed in and uh and replayed it so here let's watch 
He's asleep. We are a community that relies on family, on ohana, whether by blood or by friendship. But like many others, my son's home burned down. Still asleep. Oh, my there he is. Burned down. My and now I, I zoomed in and down. we'll watch that spot again. My parents are 59 years old. He was for sure asleep. Whether it lasted for a long time or not is is not the question. But he he looked like he looked like my dad when we were kids at church. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I've done but, that thing on the plane too, where you like do the full on leg kick and you're looking uh -huh. around. Like, Did anyone see that? Yeah, <laughs> no one ever like seems the... to. It's kind of weird. I think people just know to ignore it. Because yeah. they've done it themselves, you know? <laughs> so people are like, I'm not going to turn to that guy and be like, Jesus, dude. What, what were you, asleep? So, yeah. but but they were talking about it on uh, something that I was watching. Timcast, I think, was like, I don't blame Joe Biden for this. I blame the people that installed Joe Biden. Like, he's an old man. He's in. He's on like a seven-hour time difference or whatever. and And he's got to sit through an hour or two long thing of just people talking like, yeah, it's sad and, and it's terrible what happened, but that doesn't keep you awake longer. Like if you've been on a plane all day and you're six hours off your normal time and people are like, just listen to this guy speak quietly and soothingly. Like I could see myself falling asleep during that too, but Trump never did. That's all I'm saying. Joe Biden's yeah. fucking falling asleep, falling upstairs and stuff. I remember when he was at the funeral for the the soldiers that died because of him in Afghanistan, and there he's caught on camera like glancing at his watch, like Jesus, how much longer is this? It's like, dude, you're at a, a soldier's funeral. Like, fucking, don't look at your watch that you caused ultimately. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, of course, but um, it was going to be brilliant. I'm sure it was. All right. Um, so that, we got him falling asleep. Oh, do we have the video of him saying that shit about his cat and how his house caught on fire and the his Corvette almost got burned up? I don't know if we have the video, but I know he said it. Uh, we don't have the video, but I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, he compared uh, what happened in Hawaii to his something catching on fire um and it, almost losing his cat the cat didn't even die but it could have and uh, uh his corvette could have gotten burned up it didn't but it could have um, it could have so he understands completely what these people are going through all right present share screen biden fire share is that on there is it full screen now yeah, he's wearing a fuck. It seems inappropriate for him to wear that uh, lay too. But whatever. I think they just make you when you're in Hawaii. They're oh. like, you have to wear this. I don't know if that's so, true, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday, and lightning struck at home. On a little lake, it's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond. And hit a wire and came up underneath our home 
into the heating ducts, the air conditioning ducts. Make a long story short, almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. All kidding aside, I watched the firefighters, the way they responded. You know, there's an old expression. I grew up right across the street from a fire hall in Claymont, Delaware. All right, God damn it. I can't Jeez. fucking... Uh, I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> all joking aside, first of all, no one knew you were joking. There wasn't even a tiny bit of humor in that. And come on. I mean, that's the kind of shit where you're like, is he being told to say this to make him look even more... Yeah, I imagine every morning he, he looks at his like, itinerary for the day, and, and on that day it was like, go to Hawaii and make a, an inappropriate non-joke joke about a small fire that happened to you once, and he's reading it, and he's like, don't make me do this, and they're like, you gotta fucking do it, or your whole family's going to Guantanamo or something. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, man. And people, I know people feel bad for him because they installed him and, you know, he's an old man and all that, but I don't feel bad for him because one, I don't know if he's faking it. And two, I don't, I don't feel bad for him because he's just been a terrible person his whole life and you can't just get dementia and all of a sudden I feel bad for him. Screw him. <laughs> I don't feel bad for him. No, I don't either. I was just saying what somebody else said earlier as far as like not feeling sorry for him, but yeah. But then, you know, that's the point is that Trump never did that. And there were probably plenty of opportunities for him to. And you know that the news was hoping that something like that would happen. That's what's the craziest about all this to me is like when when Trump doesn't do things, the news makes it as though he did these things and shits on him for it. And then Biden really does things. And the news tries to explain to us why that's not a big deal. Yeah. Even though the um, even CNN lately has said a few negative things about Biden and which begs the question, are they setting him up to remove him with the 25th Amendment or impeach him and bring in Michelle or whatever their plan is? But I have a hard time believing that that there's even going to be a normal election. I think they're going to try to make something happen. Sure. To avoid, to avoid all of it, personally. Um, I agree. And if they do have the election, then we'll probably have this video that I'm about to show, which is what they did during the last election when they were counting ballots and stuff. And people were standing outside like, hey, we it's our legal right that we should get to watch you count these ballots. And then they did this. You stink! Literally... Cover it up the windows. They're just like, yeah, you don't need to fucking watch us do this. And everybody outside is like, dude, like it's our legal right to watch this. Yep, I thought that was pretty ridiculous, and yeah. that didn't really uh, tie into anything else. So that was a good time to show it right there. Well, I, I think I think it's just um, all the proof you need that they're at the point where they're like, "We're gonna cover this up as best we can. Um, we're gonna do whatever we have to do, and if the country burns to the ground, it's either gonna burn to the ground or we're they're just 
we're just going to get away with it again. You know, one of the two things, but either way, we cannot let them, we can't let them know the truth. Um, no matter what which, we have to do to hide it. Which makes me wonder like what it could the truth possibly be that's so bad that they would like start world war three to avoid the general public finding out about it. Cause that's where we're headed. Like we're yeah. headed towards finding out what it is they're trying to hide this entire time. Why they fear Donald Trump so much, because we know that it's not because he's racist or because he's a bad man or because he has bad like foreign policy or because he's going to like send us into a depression like none of those things that they tried to tell us were the reasons why they hate him are actually true so it's got to be something else and in my opinion it's that he's the one that's bringing all this to light that's showing what they've been doing wrong this whole time and whatever that is they're willing to to go to the ends of the earth to not let us find out about it. So to me, that just tells me even more that like, it must be something really bad and really serious. Yeah. And uh, we should probably close on this cause I have to, I have to go, but, um, and we'll talk about this next week. We're going to talk about it this week, but with all the stuff happening, we decided to change uh, course a little bit because it'll keep, but it could be as something as awful as human trafficking and satanic pedophilia, which you can think that's crazy if you want. But there's pretty smart people out there who say that's anything but bullshit. And uh, we'll see. We will see. But that that could be something that they would go to great lengths to hide. I agree. Yeah, it would. And there's we have a video of that, if you have time, of a lady talking about... Um, uh, child trafficking and that kind of stuff it's a uh, minute nine you want to watch it yeah we'll watch it and then say good say our goodbyes and i'll i'll get out of here sounds good remember that hhs whistleblower my goal is to inspire action to safeguard the lives of migrant children including the staggering eighty-five thousand that are missing today Children will work overnight shifts at slaughterhouses, factories, restaurants to pay their debts to smugglers and traffickers. Today, children will be sold for sex. Today, children will call a hotline to report they are being abused, neglected, and trafficked. And we don't know if they're going to get the help they need. Because of the efforts of one whistleblower, listen to this. So because one whistleblower came forward and because one organization was willing to tell the truth, I was able to then uncover and report that the U.S. government is the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation. We literally have government-sponsored, taxpayer-funded child trafficking. Send this to everybody you know. Yeah, so people imagine it's like, kids in america getting kidnapped or something and then sold but no it's like parents in super poor countries that are like all right i'll sell you one of my children and that kind of shit or just i mean it depends how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go there could be underground kid making factories where they take you know illegal women get them pregnant keep them healthy enough to have a baby and then either kill them or let them do it over and over again. 
and then just take those babies. And, and then next week we can talk about what else they do with those babies, because a lot of them, they're not selling them into slavery. They're using their organ harvesting and shit. And there's a ton of money in that. Like, that's what's crazy about it is all of this shit that we know is crazy is also a giant money making thing. The, the whole transgender thing. We're like, ah, that's crazy. But doctors all over the country and the world, I guess, are like, fuck, you're telling me I can make millions of dollars off this one person? Like, let's get five of them and we'll be set for life. And how many doctors are there? Anyway, you got stuff to do. This was a good episode. We'll wrap it up there. Uh, sorry, we got to keep it short this week. Oh, we do have an official release date for my comedy special, which is way farther off than I thought it was going to be. But it's December 8th is uh, the official release date. So we'll talk about that more next week, too. Don't forget to go to uh, the end.com or dot what is biz. it? The end.biz and buy tickets to my September 2nd show. Uh, like yeah. To pack it out. Even if you don't live near there, and even if you're not gonna go, go on there and buy tickets just to make the club be like, "Holy shit!" Like we're selling a whole bunch of tickets. And either yeah. way, that'll that'll be good. Drive an hour if you need to. I'd love to see you out there. But uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and uh, God bless all of you. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye.